All right, good evening. Um, we are or two nights from now is the nine days. Um, so, you know, looking over this afternoon, the topics in Siva Shalom, some very important topics about how Hashem is always close to us, uh, even in the Gullis, about Sinas uh, Chinam, about hatred of Jews, um, about other uh, things which I'm sure many of you heard about. Um, but I don't want to talk about that. I'm going to tell you why. Last week I spoke about waiting for Mashiach, Tzipisli Yeshua. Uh, and this week I, I want to speak about the base Midrash because really, you know, a, a speech about how God loves us even in the Gullahs or you can get close to Hashem in the, in the three weeks or Sinas Chinam, which Sinas Chinam is very important, by the way. And all the topics are very important. I, 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 they are all important, but I'll, I'll tell you what I, what I believe and the questions I got even tonight what we all struggle with is not that. I mean, we, we, we struggle with some of these topics, but what's much harder for us at any level is to visualize the base of English, which is much harder is us to really, like what I mentioned last week, to, to, to wait, to anticipate Mashiach. Um, so, um, he's a, little, a, little, a, a piece here called Beis HaMikdash, Oroshul Oilam. The Beis HaMikdash was the light of the world. Um, so, it's, it's an interesting piece, but I think it's, it's, it's another angle and any little bit of improvement in this uh, is worth. Is worth. Actually, I was just reading about Tikkun Chatzais, about doing Tikkun Chatzais. Um, Rabbi Nachman Mibreslav was a holy Jew. One of the things he pushed for. Again, not. I don't. I'm not advocating people necessarily to learn Breslov Torah. Um, but it's, his work is are uh, amazing. Uh, I mean, I was learning, I learned a little bit of Likuti Maran last year. It's like really amazing stuff. But one of the things he pushes for is for Tikkun Chatzais. Um, I remember last year, I went to the Azaycha to go to Eretz Yisrael for, for, I think it was 48 hours at, for this Amachad trip, not our Amachad, for the Amachad mission, for, for a Gura. And I, I came in like, to my hotel at 11.30 at night. I didn't unpack, I went straight, put my bags down, went straight to the Kaisal, got there 12-something, David Mariv. Uh, and I was saying to him, I hadn't been to Eretzel for a couple of years, and I, thought, and I didn't forget to get back to the Kaisal, and I was saying to him, all of this after Mariv, all of a sudden, I see a guy next to me on the floor crying. I was like, well, this guy, at first I thought the guy was Meshuganah. You know, you, like, you meet the Mashiach, so come to the Kaisal. Uh, or you know, generally unstable people come there. Cause I, I was saying to him, I hear a guy crying next to me on the floor. Like, you see on the floor crying next to me. And I wonder what the guy was doing. Then I looked at my watch, it was Chatzais. It was a tzaddik, I'm saying, on the floor, he was saying, taking Chatzais. You know, it was morning, morning for the Beis HaMikdash. That's, I mean, that was, that's once upon a time normal you don't have to be so holy to even think about tic- doing Tikkun Chatzais. But Nachman says, you know, even to do a little bit of Tikkun Chatzais, even to sit on the floor a little bit, is so valuable. Even to mourn a little bit is such a value. Like if someone asks me, you know, I have a few minutes to learn. Now, Talmud Torah is a mitzvah, but so is Tzipis Yeshua, as I mentioned last week, waiting for the Beis HaMikdash. Mourning for the Beis HaMikdash is also a mitzvah. So every little bit counts. So I just I want to do this on about the base of Megiddo Oro Shalolam. Yisav Hashem Harav Hakadosh Ruzin is Levar Inyan explains the following that the Chorban Beis Hamikdash, the destruction of the base Hamikdash, happened in these three weeks. Hein Chorban Vayisrishon, that is the first base Hamikdash, 
Lechorim Bayasheni, and the second base of Megadosh. Ki Shibara, Kadosh Baruch Hu Asa'alam, and when Hashem created the world, Bara, he created Chof Ches Itim, 28 times. Yudalid Lera, 14 for bad, and 14 for good. There are 14 Ra and 14 good. You know, Chumash Bereshus right there. Remember? Give me another one. Tanakh, right there, right there. Right, right, right behind me is a Chumash. I got it. I see. I got it. It's in my eyesight. I got it. I got it right away. So, she quotes a pasuk. I, I this pasuk. Actually, I was thinking about this recently. Someone who said to me, um, "I'll tell you why I thought of this pasuk in a second. What does the pasuk say? It's by Noach. After Hashem tells Noach, get out of the, get out of the uh, get out of the teva, and gives him all the promises. So, Kadosh Baruch Hu says." Where are you? Here you go. Very famous pasuk. It's the last pasuk in Paraches. So he quotes the pasuk: "Yom v'la'ila lo yishbo." So that night and day will never end. So the pasuk, the, the full pasuk, is "Oid kol yomei haaretz." Zera ve'katzer ve'kor ve'chay ve'kaitz ve'chay ve'yom v'la'ila lo yishbo. So continuously all the all the day. He's not going to say Hashem first says the previous verse. I won't destroy the world. There will always be. There will always be. Zera, uh, uh, sea time, vikatsar, harvest, core, cold and hot, summer and winter, and night and day won't, will never, will never cease. Night and day will never cease. So these time periods will never cease. And it's going to explain this in a second. Um, so actually, over here, the article says, someone says to Chavetz Chaim, how do you know there will be a sun tomorrow? So it said that somebody asked if this he's a, is Kilo a Koifer, because Pasek says that night and day will never cease. Now somebody told me uh, they're a little bit drinking the some uh, some some left wing Kool Aid, uh, poisonous Kool Aid that, that they're worried about the world ending. They believe in climate change or global warming. I'm not I'm not a scientist. I'm not here to tell you a hundred percent. It could be the world is whether it's man made to an extent or not. I really don't care right now for this this share. But to think that if a bunch of Goyim, non-Jews, are reckless with the world, we should be careful with the world, don't get me wrong. Bringing all the politics out, I'm not really interested in that, I'm going to share right now. But to think that a bunch of Goyim, if the Chinese pollute the world, and the world is going to end, is Pashat close to Kfira. Ach bin a Yid, I'm a Jew, and I have to worry about the Chinese, I can't control the world, the Chinese or the Indians or, or your favorite president of the United States of America, they're going to destroy the world? Like, like, you know, the end of the world's happening, not because of Kla Yisrael, because of a bunch of polluters, it's Mamish Karav Akira. Mamish Karav Akira. It's like, the end of the world is coming. That doesn't mean we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be. I remember reading books in the 1960s about the, the Cold War, the scare, the world, end of the world is coming. I remember my mother told me as a kid, they had some drills, like, to go into nuclear things. The world is not gonna, is not gonna end because of, uh, of, of Trump, or because of President of China, or the, or Putin, or, or, or France, which has the highest global warming right now. <laughs> oh, could maybe it's the Paris Accord. It's not only because these people. If they, if, Hashem says the night and day and seasons will always be here. Now, again, I'm not here to exculpate people from being reckless. We have laws of, of, of you know, baltashkis and cutting down fruit trees and not being wasteful. But for state the world is not going to end because of what 
with the non-Jewish world, it's not us. <laughs> I think Israel probably in the world pollution is a very small percent. Of world pollution, it's not ending because of them. And anyone who believes that, I feel bad for. I honestly feel bad. They, they've missed the essence of Torah. Like they, they think that the Ummah Sa'ilam are going to end the world because <laughs> of global warming, that they're going to burn to death and the meteors are going to hit us. I don't even need a Pasek. I know the Gantz, Gantz literature of Torah Shaval Peh. talking about Torah Shaval Peh, about teaching Kayim. Right? No, no nation in the world is going to end the world. Okay? The world, the spiritual standings of the world, the physical world will be based on Kalal Yisrael. Now, again, I just want to reiterate, uh, that doesn't make us to be Poshea, right? We're, and if we could do things which are constructive, we should do things which are constructive. All my only point is this, for a person to tell me they believe in global warming or climate change, I don't know whatever, and the world could end, like, get out, of, get out. This is not, I mean, don't get out, but get out that idea. <laughs> this is not a Torah idea. Right? You're not passing in the Torah. And it's, it's even against the Weltanschauung that, that these people are going to control the, the destiny of the world. Okay, not nishtemis. It's partially a distraction. Right? Again, I'm not talking about whether it is to an extent it's really possible there is. It's, it's less likely that it's man-caused or less provable. But even if it is, even if it is, and it is possible, I'm not here to discuss that really. Uh, what is not possible is the world will be the end because these people. Okay, that's. I just wanted to bring that out because it, he quoted this pasuk, and I thought this pasuk when I, this person told it to me, uh, and I'm bothered when I hear people say these type of things. Just like Stalin or, or, or Khrushchev would have not ended Hashem's world in the 50s or 60s. Then they can cause damage, by the way. And, right? But we're, the, raw, the spiritual world revolves around us. And, and the world revolves around us. It's, it's our actions and our deeds. Now, if we're a bunch of Rishayim, then we can empower people to damage the physical world. And we can have repercussions. But the world's not going to end because that, that's not happening. Um, anyways, back to this Pasuk. It's an important point. I just, I just, because I heard two people recently talk about this topic, and I, I was very bothered. So I was going to do a drasha, but I'll, just, I'll do it here. Um, so, so he quotes upon this pasuk. <laughs> so there's always night and day. There will always be a concept of night and day. Yomut kufa soor. Back to our topic. Yomut kufa soor. Shaz Mrs. Gaber Shultan Hakedusha. A night, excuse me, and day is what well, day is. Of course, it's not only on a physical plane, on a spiritual plane. Day represents the the scabrous, the strengthening of the dominion of holiness of kedusha. Velayla, Velayla is hutkufas hachishach. It's a time of darkness. Sheba miskaber sitraacher, and at night by nacht. Um, the Sitra the 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 Yitzhara, the Koychas of Tumah, the, the, the spiritual negative forces of impurity are strengthened. And by the way, the Gresta Veris, the most illicit vulgar vulgar acts and murderers and stuff. I mean, it's all jacked up at night, right? People do wacky things in their apartments alone at night, you know? <laughs> it is much more kaychara at night. That's just when people are busy, which also is true during the day. But Stama said there's more tuma and there's more din at night. It's more, it's, not, it's less sugal uh, uh, at, 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 at night. And the icon, this concept, again, this metaphysical at night, in the three weeks, so we mentioned a couple of days ago, it's not historically great days for the Jewish people in three weeks. It's not a time a person should do reckless, dangerous things. Um, in the three weeks, it's it's darker days. It's more tumah. 
Shmatchilim, and, and by the way, it's during the th- right by the three weeks is the equinox right before, and the night starts to get short again. Right, it peaks right before right? the day. The night starts. Excuse me, the night starts to get long again. I take it back. Right, the day starts to get short. The day gets to its highest and begins the process of going down. Of um, and, and, and which means that the Yitzhahara, the Sitra starts to gain strength again. The Divir goes to Maimar Moran Admor, the base of Ram, the previous son of a rabbi. The Isama Arizal, he quotes the Arizal HaKadosh. Shabbat Chadash, the two months of Tammuz Vav, is Neged Shrei Ainin, the two Ainins, or the two eyes. Sha'azeh, um, Merumaz, and by the way, the summer, which is this time of Yitzhara, Shmira Sainai, I'm watching your eyes anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world is much more hot, challenging, <laughs> much, much, much more challenging. Um, but the base eye in the two eyes, it says any any your mind that your that our eyes twice is it, it cries for the destruction. Uh, by the way, in the chorif, the two months of Tevet and Shvas were shovim. The ten, this eight or ten weeks of shovim, right? Um, uh, fall, fall, uh, it's not Yiddish, about eight weeks, depending on if it's Shavu Shepagmu, the train I'm in Shavu, of course, is a tikkun effect. it's a rectification, if a, if a person was stumbled in their eyes, and in their Kedusha, and their holiness of a Jew, Shavu is there to fix specifically that, um, these months of Tammuz and Chav, the Cheshech is Mesraba, Miskaber, is more Tumma, it's more negativity, it's more spiritual force. They connect them in Tevis and Shvatz, Tevis and Shvatz, they start to get long again. It's the opposite. The night's the longest, and then it starts to, the light starts to come out again. Starts to go means that where which way are you going in life, right? Is it getting darker or, or lighter? Um Misrabe, it's the beginning of Kocha Kedushalis Kaber. Uh and that's why in in Tevis and Shvat it's a time to fix the spiritual damage uh that's done. Ubeza Dvarim Adasa Avaida. Based both of these uh uh things, the Tachas Briyoso, you should know by the way. Uh, that the, the, the creation of a yid of a Jew is to be connected to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. This means I think I said this in I mean, a lady share recently, uh, or some share at least maybe Sunday morning. I remember this that Ra, that evil, the ultimate of evil, is to be disconnected to Hashem. When we think of bad, people think of bad if they, they, they have a nice house, or they got fired, or they got stuck in a job. To me, the Torah, not to me, the Torah. Is is Ra is actually this year? This year I said last week. That's right. I said last week. It's because I remember uh, Daniel was next to me. He said Trua and bias Ru, 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 Ru. The ultimate Ra is far from Hashem. Like, the ultimate Ra is not to have Hashem in your life. Like if you're working for a tech company, and you're fat with tray for food, and you have no Hashem in your life, and you have a fancy car, that is Ra. That's terrible. That's awful. You're a distance from Hashem. You, you may not realize it yet. Uh, you may be empty inside, but you, in the, eternally, it's just the ramifications. And even this world is a existential uh, loneliness. I'm not saying that every person who has that's miserable, but it's raw. It's, it's, it's inherently bad. They may, not, may or may not re- realize it yet. Many of them are miserable as well. Um, 
But that's Ra. Ra means and for a Jew who's sensitive. You know, like for a Jew who knows what it means to be close to Hashem, there's nothing worse. There's nothing more evil. It's like, you know, there's a person who's a, 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 a single, never married, doesn't appreciate marriages. You can't even begin to, to be bothered by it. If you've never been a parent, and God forbid you lose it. I remember someone said, if you, if you ever, if you, if someone who never had a child can't appreciate what it means to lose a child. You can't, you can't, you don't even realize what that passion is. I'm saying there's no way to understand it. So if you don't, if you're living in Menlo Park and you've never experienced close to Hashem, you don't even know, you don't know what you're missing. But someone who knows what Kedusha and close to Hashem is, that's the, that's the greatest evil. And really the purpose, and the reason is because the purpose of a year is to be close to Hashem. The purpose of life and our eternal reality for something is based on that. And they should know the essence of the base of Mikdash is Kirvas Hashem. It was all about being close to Hashem. The whole essence of the base of Mikdash was close to Hashem. This Ava Karish desired. There should be a place in our physical world where you can get close to Hashem. You should build for me a Mikdash. Build for me a temple, and I'll, and I'll dwell amongst it. Through the base of English, uh, I will dwell. Anyone who comes to the base of English, you will connect to Hashem. Right? You, that allowed every Jew to have a connection, the greatest good is to connect to, 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 to Hashem. A Jew is connected to Hashem. First of all, spirituality. I mean, today, you know, it's such the world. Like, I was like just reading an article about the opioid crisis. Um, and, you know, it's all, it's all symptomatic. It's, it's not just a values being lost. There's no Hashem in these people's lives. There's no God. <laughs> you know? It's like... And I'm not even like religious. I'm saying there's, the world today has such tuma. It's, you know, it, the, the ideas, the values, the seeing Hashem, the talking about Hashem, it's so far from the Western world and so ridiculously crazy in much of the Eastern world, in the Middle East especially, that, that there's no real, you know, there's no essence of, the, the aura like us is, is you don't feel in the world. It's hard to walk, you know, living, you know, in a reality where people don't feel God. Right? And the base of Migdash, if you've been in the town of the Migdash, it's not just that you went to the base of Migdash. And if you've been in Sfat walking the street, there's more God in the world. Because there's a base of Migdash. Right? There was a base, there was more Divinity, Ashras Ashchina, and the Gansavelt, and the whole world because of the Beis Hamikdash, and you felt it, and it was there for the taking. Um, from there went out to all the Jewish souls. Here, you could feel Hashem in your life. The whole idea of feeling Hashem in your life, it's Yehudim, my Yudi. Is Nimsha Kasher Meir Bor Or Hadas. When you have Das, of course, when you connect to it, Shaz Borchem, when a person has Das, there's no Sitra, there's no, there's no Yitzhahara, Vahari Margus Hashem Isparach, Umeskar Velizbach, you have Hashem in your life, you have that clarity, that holiness, that Kedusha, there's no room for Yitzhahara. 
Ve'ilu, but it's the opposite. Kasher Yehudi Shor B'chashchas you know, when a person's in the dark, now I, I just, even this week, I deal with someone in a dark place. <laughs> when in a dark place, they do dark things. Whether they're, they're, they're so depressed or they're spiritually low, so they and do crazy stuff, crazy things. They damage their soul worse and worse. And they feel that vacuum, that, that emptiness. You do that, you don't, or you don't feel God. You know, you know it's, it's, to me, I remember, I don't even know what, what it was today, when I was younger, there was a place called South Beach, Miami Beach. South Beach, right? So, I mean, you can do things, it's such a dark place there. Call Kula Tuma. And if you're, but if you're just there, like, if you're there, it's impossible not to think about it. I'm, I'm telling you, it would be impossible. You know, walking around people half naked, doing whatever there they want to like if you're in a you're in a Vegas show I just can't understand how any anyone with a Bissell Kedusha there can be there like even walk I was, I was reading an article Mishpacha Magazine people would go there for conventions in downtown there I mean it's, they said like it's carved impossible not to have crazy thoughts over there and you have to work so hard you're in, you're in an atmosphere well imagine if you're personally that way if you're the external if you're there if you're in the if the flow of your own neshama is feeling negative a person could do terrible things, terrible averus, uh, at that point. Uh, and when a Yudi shows and he doesn't feel Hashem, who holdluch masrachah could get even further from Hashem. The Beis was a light; it was a spiritual light. You see, Klai Yisrael today without a Beis Hamikdash. So if you connect the Torah a little bit, you can have a little light so you're protected. But without Torah, crazy. The ideas, the, the values, the, the lifestyles of so many of our Chinu B'nai Yisrael, it's Choshech. It's Choshech. With the Jews at Abbas HaMikdash, there was, you know, in the time of the first Abbas HaMikdash, even when they did idolatry, it didn't affect their prim. <laughs> it didn't affect their internal because there was, there was the worry. It was all chutz. It was all external. It's always all external. All the strengthening of the Yitzhahara, who to make more darkness, more materialism, more sensual pleasures, more depression, more lack of belief in God or lack of connection to God. It, it, it rules in the dark. When you have clarity. You know, I've been Zaycha at different times with different people to be there either in the beginning, right in the beginning, or somewhere in the beginning, a person coming to, to, to Torah. You know? And it's like when you speak to these people, when you speak to such a Jew, who is living in the dark, and they have an aura Torah, it's like, it's like a great light. It was like, just like a great light. Like, it's like the, all of the, the confusion and darkness and, and, and lack of knowing when the world is in this world for. A Torah, it, it illuminates the night. That's why the Torah is, go ahead, take it, take it on, ask questions on Torah. Uh, learn a question. Have a seder. Learn it up. And the point is to, to ask the kasha. The chayshech doesn't want the kasha. Chayshech just wants to to, to exaggerate the pleasures of this world or, or the, the purposelessness of this world. That's what the essence of chayshech. There's no purpose or the pleasures are so great when they're really not so great. Um, but when a Jew has clarity and he can see it's all shtos. To quote Shlomo HaMelech, when there's lights, you know, there's lights, 
clears out of things. It chases out all of the fake desires, fears, uh, angers. Right? When you have the light, you know, you, you get out of that cave and you see <coughs> what the essence is. Like, you know, the Kayach you see, you know, on a South Beach, you see models or this or that, and you think, wow, this is amazing, and you're person loses their free will to an extent because they're so bombarded with sights and pleasures or you know, I was just talking to somebody going to university I was talking about like what you have to be careful about on a, on a university it's plenty to get lost there no jokes in a second university um, when you really think what's truth that's a call it's really nothing when you think about spirituality the main closing to Hashem that's the essence of life of course Central pleasures. There is a place for it in Judaism. We're not, we're not Gagim over. We're not Catholics, <laughs> but it's still nothing compared to or Tanik Haruchani. Teishes put the light dark place darkness v'hilayla. Timish kochesiyar and everything comes out of the forest. Forest comes alive, says David. Shibashas chashchas all of the animals, all of the koychas hachoshech. Come out. As Tizrach Hashem is the Asefun Shlemaria or, but when the light comes out, you see the falsehood of it. You see the, you know, you imagine if you'd have been like, you know, there's a Yitzhak comes every seven days. If you've been living in the world and in, the, in Russia in 1918, 1919, 1920, so many people were Jews who were caught in communism, and today we look and like they're out of their mind. <laughs> they're crazy is a little light. In the, even in the secular world, you can see how crazy... And then people give their lives for communism. They, they destroy their lives for communism. They destroy other people's lives for communism. There's going to be a day where the world looks at the Western world, the values today, even the Gaiyashi world, because what kind of crazy ideas were out there today. Destroyed families, destroyed people's... who they are. Right? Destroyed Seichel. But, but right now it's Cheshach for a lot of people. The universe, you know... I was, I was telling someone to go to Stanford, and Stanford's a mamash of Chayshech. Chayshech, the ideologies, the values, and so easy to get caught up in the Chayshech if you're there. And, and, and you're, they're right. This is the, you know, this is, you're crazy to believe differently. There's much up, more real Chayshechs for people uh, up front. But the point is, when you're in the Chayshech, it's all you see, and it's light. When you have the light, when you illuminate what's really valuable, What's really true, what's really holy, and what really makes a person happy. It, 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 there's no real demons in the, in the light. Right? There's no shadim while it's light. It, shadim and the chayas come out when it's nacht, when it's chayshech, when it's finster. I said it in a few languages for you. When it's dark. Uh, um, and the ur cleanses us. Problem is that these three weeks is is shayyam and mismat, and there's less light and mischaza koycha choshech, and there's more choshech. While can I a chorban beis hamikdash? That's why the chorban hamikdash happened. Shumaka, the beis hamikdash was a place where all emes came out, where you're able to go and be be oiled like on siyasham, and have such clarity. Now a shul, by the way, I always say this: a shul or a beis hamikdash is a mikdash meat. So you come with spiritual oxygen. You know, you learn Torah. You come and davening, it's a little spiritual oxygen 
for your neshama. But the base of Mikdash was, 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 it was full of spiritual oxygen. Now, you could have still not went for oxygen. You could have ended up doing stupid things. But no matter what, the world was at a much, was at a much higher level of spiritual, of, of that reality. But it was destroyed in the time where Cheshach was miscarried. That's why he was in these three weeks. That's why the Miraglum happened these three weeks, and the breaking of the Sarasadibis happened these three weeks. Because at the time of Cheshach, there was a time where the Satan could, on Shvasar Thomas confuse them. Or the Miraglim could go to Eretz Yisrael and Tishabov and cry because they were such so foolish. <laughs> they were blinded. They were grasshoppers in their own eyes. When really they were giants. That's, yeah. The rabbi started off with the possibility of the of night and day. Yeah. So even when we had the Besamikdash, we also had night and day. Of course. So even when the Besamikdash was there, we had the light of the Besamikdash that was filling the world. It was obviously still... A time of year when it's more difficult for us. For sure, but that's for sure true. But but it it wasn't. It it, it was the the light was was greater when you went to it. it. Means if you wanted it, right? If you weren't, you could have. You had to have free will, right? With that light, you always have to have free will. So when you have a base image of 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 kedusha, you had real spiritual negative forces. You had real false prophets, and real Avodah idolatry, which you could have manipulated the spiritual. Today, anything with the idolatry is, is Narishkai, because the, we don't have that Kedusha. So you always need to have free will. You know, I've said before, Friday night, for a Jew is the holiest night, and for for uh, for somebody in the secular world is uh, is a night of, very often, of shtus, uh, of foolishness, because you always have that free will. But imagine the intensity that you could... You know how many religious good Jews struggle with internal connection and faith and belief? They believe, but it's, it's harder for them, right? It, it, it's, it's like being on a ni'ilah you can have today, or a high spiritual level, maybe for some people it's on Purim or, or Shabbos, but you can constantly tap into that if you want to do it. And today it's for fleeting moments that you can have that. It's mamish chayshech today. So even then, of course, you had you had to have free will. But when you looked for ore, it was there, and also because the ore was there, it was much easier always to come back. Right? You didn't. The damage was not as good. You can go on Yom Kippur or offer a seir mishtalech and have tremendous. Kap- it wasn't just at the seir mishtalech, the scapegoat. Is that you were in a time based on English that allowed you to purify your neshama very quickly, much more than we can do today. Now again, because of that, there's certain siyat of the Shemaya we have, but even when a person becomes religious today, they're still on a very low level. You know, Rahman al-Islam, a person, if a man puts their head on the internet and the, the shtas, it's on their hard drive for a long time. You know, and it pulls them down for a long time. When a person, you know, again, the more the stronger we push, but we're pulled down. So it's today's world is much less or. That's why people are, you know, even good Jews, you know, uh, we should be proud, happy, constantly smiling. Like, it bothers me when I see a Yid and unhappy. That's, a, that's from a place of Cheshach. It really comes from the, you know, it comes from the Cheshach of Gullus. Like, you know, Jews having to fight against the world. <laughs> you know, it's not easy for people to fight against the world. And there are people, because of the fight against the world, it, it, you know, it, it breaks them a little bit. Or they become anti, you know, it's not like a schmuck. That's not the way it's supposed to be. People are supposed to be connected on, on, on a high, high level. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, but with the base of the should be destroyed in this three. By his vision, the first base of the Middle East was destroyed for Avon of Avarazara, 
idolatry, Gilarai is acts of lewd promiscuity, Shvichas Domin murdered by Yishani Kharab Alvin Tinaschinam for baseless hatred. These Averis are Minatkim, they separate a Jew from Hashem. These are these are specific. If you are an idolater, that's <laughs> separating you from Hashem. If I, 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 adultery is a complete misuse of the highest levels of kedusha, and it separates you from Hashem. Uh, murder also is a complete debasement of all of mankind of the of, of kedusha uh, as well. And sinaschinam, when you attack Hashem's people and you hate them for no reason, you know sinaschinam. The pshat that the Bali Moshe says is there's never a reason <laughs> to hate a Jew. It's chinam. It's always chinam. There's not. There's nothing. There's no justification. Now, I mean, if the kastia, but to hate a Jew, it's always gonna be baseless. To hate a Jew, I get questions from the from people all the time. Their family, their mother, their father, their cousin. They're not religious. Or they're not such good people. They don't hate them. Very rare cases of serious abuse. Or, but in general, we don't hate Jews. We love Jews. So how can you hate a Jew? If you hate a Jew, you're hating Hashem at some level. No, it's not, I'm not thinking this kind of thing, but it, 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 it rips a Jew away from Hashem at some level. And this comes out wrong ideas, heresies um, in God, and, and it pulls us away from Hashem. Pulls us away from Hashem. Gilo Arayish, which is Teshukas. To desire things which or which Bilam said are despised by God. Bilam recognized this is the essence of taking something of holiness and abusing it and pleasuring yourself. When it's a, you know it's the greatest uh, abuse of holy to pleasure yourself for a few moments of physicality and abuse the uh, the, the the method of procreation of the way you connect in marriage uh, of spirituality for a few few moments. Uh, of 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 illicit pleasure uh, pleasure, um, It's the climax. to kill. How could you ever kill a person? To kill a Jew, it separates Shemaim. Uh And of course, Avodah it's inherent. That's why it's you. It's give your life. It it because it will separate you completely from God at some level. Nechrab Ovan Sinaschinam. It's destroyed. Actually, I just have to say this. I, honestly, if a person doesn't have a filter on their internet or looks at these sites, I'm not even talking about pure, pure filth. Half of the news sites are filled with filth. Those pictures, you know, those, the, they just know one thing they, they damage you, nothing less. And I'm looking at Google Images things. They damage you. Uh, you know, I, I have to... I have, like, two browsers. One is blocked, one is not. I have to sometimes see faces. But when you don't need to see these things, any British tabloid or newspaper is push it, or half the New York ones, push it, schmutz, schmutz. And what, the, the, the greatest damage is it separates you from Hashem. Instead, you're, you're connected to some loser who's taking a picture of herself on a boat or whatever, and they're selling themselves for... for, for the low of the low. Hey, these things separate a Jew from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, nothing less. And anyone who brings these kind of periodicals or magazine, any lady who, I understand some ladies who listen to this, who lets us into the house, 
You're damaging your husband and you're damaging your house. Nothing less. Nothing less. You bring filth into your house, you take Hashem out of your house. You take the, those kind of magazines with half-naked people, uh, you know, who are flaunting themselves, and these magazines flaunt them and make them into superstars. You're nothing less than damaging an Hashem. It's taking a person away from Hashem. Men and ladies. Zichr men. For sure the men. Um, it's menutach malaikas. It separates you from Hashem. And, and yeah, you're a religious Jew, but you're, you'd be closer to Hashem if you didn't have this in your life. Second base in English, it's destroyed because of sin is kind of baseless hatred. Loving a Jew. If you want to learn to love a Jew, I met the Sefer recorded on Shabbos, Tamer Devara, amazing Sefer. If you love Jews, you love Hashem. To cling to Hashem. You love his people. If you can hate a Jew, if you can hate Jews, it's menutak. Uh, it, 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 it distances you from Hashem. If you hate somebody's children, you hate them. If you love somebody, you're not going to hate their children. It doesn't mean you doesn't have a place of discipline, there's right and wrong. But to hate? Hate a Jew? It means you hate Hashem. You hate the Father in Heaven. You, someone hates someone's kids? It means you hate their parents. She may be as cheshchas odas v'goremes v'azayin averis but chiriv, destruction, uh, and these things distance from Hashem, and that's why the base of Israel destroyed. You know why the base of Israel destroyed? Because we were far from Hashem. Our, whether it's the first base of Israel because of idolatry, or, or adultery, or incest, or, or murder, it distanced us from Hashem. And by the way, not that everyone did it, if you watched it from the Gemara and Shabbos, then hey, if you saw this and you didn't do anything about it, it distanced you from Hashem. You know why? And the Chavetz Chaim said, the first time I saw Chil Shabbos, he bothered him to the core. And the next, the Chavetz Chaim, and the next time he started to cry. Because he got used to it a little bit. He's a little bit, he's a little bit, he bothered him a little less. You see all these things going around you, it doesn't bother you. Today, the homosexuality, normalization, the greatest propaganda to, they're trying to go to Israel now, supported by the new Israel Fund to normalize it, legitimize, legitimate, make it legitimate. And there are even so-called religious Jews who think, "Be nice." Every human being you choose to honor. Every, I don't care what they what they do. Every human being is a human being, but there's right and wrong in this world. And, the, and the empathy is empathy. I don't have a problem with empathy. So there are people who really struggle with things in life. But to normalize it, religious Jew, we put it, we put it, if I've seen another article of some fake rabbi saying, I'm a, free, I'm a rabbi, you know, I think this is okay. You know, I think pig is okay. You know, rabbi thinks pig's okay. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it's great to text on Shabbos. Good, don't call yourself a rabbi. But to love all Jews, but it comes from Cheshech. And it, push it, it's, 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 it's Nisrach Hashem. It distances a person from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. The whole Chorban means there's no, there's no Kaddish Baruch Hu, everything goes. And then there's no... Humash Yisrael Nesrach Mekiras Nesrach And Isaiah Dimol Dvarm Shalem Ha'olam Oymed And what were the three things against idolatry and adultery? Uh, and, uh, uh, and, and all the adultery, incest, homosexuality, all those of and 
and murder is Torah avoid the gimel chasadim. They bring they bring light, they bring ore, they bring daylight. So Torah meira daito. You come to Torah, the whole world. You have different glasses. You, you see the world differently. You walk in the world differently from from Torah. Gimel chasadim brings us to, to love Jews. <laughs> hey, when you help, you do chesed. You come to love Hashem's people. It's a, I love Hashem's people, um, and and Avodah also it, it connects the person to Hashem. Ayada Yehudi through Torah, Tefillah, prayer, acts of kindness. You come to love Hashem. You come to cling to Hashem, and that's what the world and the Jewish life stands on. Those three things. Ma'itaima. By the way, he points out, Emeshabes Kodesh, Avelisa Chorben Beis Shabbos Isa. That's why we don't. Not, there's no more on Shabbos. Even the series Tishlos on Shabbos. Why don't we mourn for a basement on Shabbos? It, so it says in the Zayar, the Chad Ayal Shabbosa. When Shabbos comes in, Ia Ischiachtes Visparsh Misitra Achar. The Yitzhara can leave. I mean, now to going back to your question, Jonathan, you still have Cheshech if you want it. But if you want Or on Shabbos, it's much easier to tap into Or. Right? Shabbos on that level, again, Shabbos time is much, much higher, but it's there for the taken. You can shtag on Shabbos much easier than you can shtag on the week. You can grow on Shabbos, you can connect to Or on Shabbos much greater. And, and with Shabbos, it's all negative anger, and the judgments, cool ark, and leave. Because of the light of Shabbos. I mean, that's a little like the base of Migdash. There's a light for Shabbos for every Jew to connect. It's there. Um, right, God sanctified the Shabbos. There's a special saying, What's the, How did God sanctify, bless the Shabbos? There's a light in Shabbos. a light of clarity that you can come to Emes on Shabbos. You come to truth. What's, I, I can't tell you how many people on Shabbos tell me that they so happy they're not texting or interneting or you know how the same person if I tell them the week don't use their phone they they'd hack me a child on Shabbos they don't do it and they come to MS it's like they couldn't they come to a certain MS that this there's there's wastes of time in this world the Torah is Iker it's past Shabbos when it comes to the rest of Shabbos like I after Shabbos I Rabbi I, I realize something is true the same person wouldn't tell me that during the week Shabbos is a, there's a bechina of or on Shabbos there's an aspect of light. Uh, of Kedusha on Shabbos, which a person can tap into. Uh, and the truth is, there's no, there's no comparison of the ability of a Yid to connect on Shabbos during the week. It's much, much more, much more profound on Shabbos. Same Jew, same person. Um, Shabbos has an aspect is it, is it, of the base of Migdash, Migdash, just like in the base of Migdash, I am mayor in Shamas Israel. It was a light. It was lichtig. It was light for the Jewish soul. So too on Shabbos, yeah, who, who comes close to Hashem Al Therefore, on Shabbos, a Jew is connected to no avelus on Chorban Migdash, because the Shabbos is an aspect of Binyan base of Migdash. That's what it says. Uh, uh, anyone who's facing that is not built in his days, he'll never be Yamav. destroying his days. Shabbos Kodesh is called Yoim. Shabbos is called day, it's not night. Shabbos is Yoim. 
Night, day, morning, and afternoon. Ki Shabbos Kula is a Yom Shabbat Shultan or Shabbos is an aspect of Or. Therefore, there's no morning Shabbos. V'chol Shalom Neva Biyam Beisvish Biyamov. That is Biyamov. The days of uh, of Shabbosos, um, it's like you're destroyed. That's what Biyamov. That is, you don't take advantage of Shabbos, you're destroying yourself. But it's also Biyamov. Kamavur Shabbos question is Mavir Hadas. It gives us a, a das, a das to be mistalkin kol And if you want to have an understanding of the base hamigdash, you have to understand Shabbos, which means to know what it is to have a little bit of or of this world. Shabbos is what connects us. And so I guess the angle I would just take from this is not only what the essence of the base hamigdash is that to get a spiritual level. When you have Yom Shekula Shabbos, a day of all Shabbos is the base hamigdash. If you want to begin to understand. What it means to have a base hamigdash? Think about Shabbos. Think about the clarity that we have on Shabbos. Think about the kedusha that's there for us on Shabbos. You know, I was in Pars today, and certain Israel, he's been here a couple of times, not because of himself, his friends had bris, brisim, so he's been here. I've seen him over the past couple of years, and it's the second time I saw him with a blonde goyish shiksa, giggling away. I was thinking to myself, Hashem Yishmar. The guy was willing to even eat kosher. But to be with the daughter of Bilam, Amish with the daughter of Bilam. <laughs> it's like, you know, we have to be blind today. Look at Kalal Yisrael. Read the J News. Look at the Times of Israel, also a paper with all kind of crazy ideas. You know, um, look at what the Jewish people are holding today. Look at ourselves. You know, what goes to our own thoughts during the day. Hey, we want we, we have to realize the base hamidrash is the greatest or, and the more that we think about the or, the more we can appreciate the base hamidrash. If we can appreciate what it means to have a yom of yom shekula shabbos day, which is all shabbos, a day which a Jew can tap into or in kedusha, not just for us. You know, I, I have kind of a few kids. I, I look at the world. I look. I'm a, I, my children being in the next generation. Remember our children for Kal Yisrael. We should want it. If we appreciate the base of Megdash, we'll be able to want the base of Megdash, and we'll be able to cry that we don't have it. Okay, we'll hold it.